Hey guys, this is Tifa and I'm back. Um, welcome to season three. You guys are gonna hear a lot of rain because I'm driving, but I got my microphone situation figured out, so I'm driving with the microphone. But it's also raining. So if you hear the loud, loud patterns of rain, I don't know, think of it as ASMR or calming because I listen to rain to go to sleep. So whatever you got to do to make it work, make it work. We're entering season three and I'm so excited because we're going to start doing things a little bit differently. I'm going to change things up. I've grown, I've matured, I've seen so much more of life. Um, and I think like the first, especially the first season, I was just really angry and I just needed to be honest and be open about everything that I've experienced and everything that I went through. But the good thing is that like, you know, in season two, I started to heal. I started to make better decisions on what to podcast about and what not to podcast about. And it was different. And now I'm in a place where I really want to get into the topics that I really, really like and I really, really enjoy. And, you know, not so much all the other things that I I don't want to give as much energy or as much time into negativity or into friends or into all of those other things. I want to talk about crystals and I want to talk about spiritual things and, and still including, you know, topics about popular culture and everything like that but incorporating them into a different take and into a different podcast so I'm not going to delete the podcast that I made before because they're all a part of me we can't ignore a part of our journey just because we didn't like it or it wasn't our best light but I am hoping that I will move in a better light this time so let's go Alright, so today our topic is kind of fueled by what is going on with Chrissy Teigen right now. And I know, I know a lot of you are like, you just said that you weren't going to. But I promise you, the way that I'm going to touch on this topic, you're going to be like, hmm, okay, maybe. I can see what direction we're going now. So, I haven't done a lot of research into this, so I'm going to go on the basis. But I did start a Facebook conversation about this recently with people that I know and it got interesting uh, and interesting in a good way you know I'm over trying to argue with people on Facebook and trying to make my opinions known and force what I believe down your throat like it's that's just not how life works like I believe what I believe and you believe what you believe and there's nothing that I can really do to change your mind there's only something that you can do to change your mind and Sometimes your mind doesn't need to be changed. We both can just be okay with believing whatever it is that we believe. So, that being said, recently, Chrissy Teigen has come under humongous fire as a, I don't, I'm trying to remember exactly what she was, a young person, a person came forward and said that she was cyberbullied 
by Chrissy Teigen 10 years ago. And the note then goes to say that back then Chrissy Teigen cyberbullied a lot of people and told people to kill themselves and all kinds of absolutely horrible abysmal things that a person should not do. And I want to go on record by saying that I do not support cyberbullying. I am against bullying 100%. I was bullied my whole life. My entire life I was bullied. And I mean still to this day I am. And I'm against it completely. But I don't. I think that there's there's an, a counteract to it, right? There's a counterbullying, and I think that's what's happening now. And with this whole cancel culture thing and everything like that, we need to stop bringing up shit that people did ten years ago and making them pay for it now. Even psychology says that that doesn't work, right? Psychology says if you want a punishment to be effective, it must happen swiftly after the act so punishing Chrissy Teigen now for what Chrissy Teigen 10 years ago doesn't actually get you what you think it will it doesn't help her quote-unquote learn from her mistakes it doesn't put her in a position uh, I remember someone on Facebook said maybe this will humble her it doesn't it does none of that um, honestly all it does is ruin a relation a relationship and a um, image of someone who is who I would argue completely that isn't the same person you know and the argument goes that it's different it's different when it is someone who is still doing the same thing they did 10 years ago today then clearly you've shown no remorse, you've shown that you can't change, you've shown that you have not learned from your mistakes. But if you've learned from your mistakes and you've grown into a better person, then bringing up some of these things just, it, it seems almost just as cruel. I'm not saying that it is as cruel, but it is close to being as cruel as the things that she said to you. You are now coming after her career for something she said when she didn't even really have this career when she didn't have this family when she didn't have all of these things and on top of it you're attacking her after she just got over a tremendous loss with the miscarriage of her child and it wasn't an early miscarriage she was plump and pregnant and on bed rest doing everything in her power to keep the baby alive and she had to give birth to a stillborn baby and then she shared it on social media for help and healing and she's just now trying to work on being happy and getting in a happier place and it seems really cruel to me that this is the time that you decide to bring out this I'm always paying attention to people's timing, right? Because timing is indeed everything. Why, you know, why do you do this? What time do you do that? That affects a lot. So the choice to do is now seems very, very interesting, right? I, I really don't approve, like, or whatever. 
the um, the holding on to information and letting it go as a revenge piece. Revenge, and this and this is what it was. This is what it was, plain and simple. Plain and simple, it was a plot to get revenge, a plot to be in control and have power over someone who you felt like was in control and had power over you. But it never it never works out the way that you think that it will. So Chrissy Teigen lost endorsements and people think that her image is forever shattered even though I completely disagree. Chrissy Teigen came out, she apologized, she admitted to it and she said back then she was an insecure person. She was immature, she was going through a lot. And the truth is, is that how many of us can, you know, how many of us have done the same? I know, and I'm being honest, I know that there were times where I cyber bully people and I try not to, but there were times where I did. There were times where I said things without thinking and I posted them on social media because I didn't think it through. 10 years ago, I was 19 years old. Like, I'm trying to imagine me at 19 years old and how different I am now I mean at 19 years old I was still with Jamar I had I was living in Farmington Hills it was my first apartment I was working at Fridays um like killing myself killing myself working I was so immature I got into so many arguments and fights and all the worst kinds of stuff I was super depressed I was super anxious I got into lots of disputes with whatever girl Jamar was cheating on me all that time like it it got rough it got rude and I mean the girls that were that Jamar were cheating on me were they cyber bullied me for sure there's no there's no doubt in my mind about that but do I think that if one day one of the girls became rich and famous would I then sell a story about how they made me feel like shit about myself when I was 19 years old do I, would I do that no because how how to me how is that fair how is that fair and and I'm not saying there are certain crimes that like murder that if you 10 years later I do believe that you should still pay for that but cyberbullying I don't believe that you should pay for cyberbullying 10 years later if you have completely reformed and that kind of goes back to like even if you think about the prison system right they talk about the prison system all the time because it's focuses on punishment and not um, uh, I can't even think of the word right now but reforming them right like teaching them what they did was wrong teaching them how to construct better ideas teaching them how to handle situations better that education right um and 10 years of life and experience and everything that she's been through is education 10 years of her going from this cyber cyber bully to the defender from her going at it with president or former president trump on Twitter and Facebook and getting blocked from her being an advocate and trying to share light and love and happiness with the world even when she's struggling those to me speak more volume than whatever 
this person's intent was to bring it out. I keep saying that it's, you know, we always sometimes we we blame. I don't, and I won't say the victim because I, I don't. I the people that she cyberbullied are the victim, but we blame. We put so much blame on people, and we put so much fear and need for responsibility and need for retribution and for there to be this um, quote-unquote balance in life that we really don't truly understand the balance we often quote karma and we say well you know she got what her, her cosmic her deserved right karma honestly is more of a lifetime thing than it is a momentary thing Karma is based on how you live your life. Energy is based on what you're doing in that moment. So, I promise you, whatever negative energy she was giving out at that time while she was cyberbullying, she was also on the receiving end of said energy. Um, without a doubt she was definitely whatever bad energy she put out she got back and that's not karma that's just the law of energy right that's just how it works when you are a more positive person when you and that's not to say that bad things don't happen or crappy things can't happen to you those things still happen regardless of you're good or bad but the the energy that you put out is the energy that you get back So the energy she was putting out back then was negative and hateful and disrespectful and rude and was also a really big reflection of how she probably felt about herself. We often talk about how hurt people hurt people and she probably got caught up in a really bad negative cycle and we won't even talk about what it's like for young girls to be young girls, young women to be models and everything like that we won't we won't even begin to like touch on those things and the industry and what that does because one of the people that she was talking about Lindsay Lohan we see what happened to Lindsay Lohan we see what happened to Amanda Bynes right we've seen so many child stars young stars get into this light and we've seen what happens to them and We've seen all the mistakes that they've made. And, you know, sometimes we get to see them grow and blossom into where we are now. And I don't think that... I don't think that a person needs an experience like this to be humbled. When I'm pretty sure they have already, you know, learned from their mistakes. People who change who look at the light who experienced so much and she's experienced so much you know this wasn't the first miscarriage she had she has had a rough go at it and I think way before she was humbled from what she did before from all of it I think that she learned from her mistake long ago and it's interesting because the truth is is that She probably learned from her mistake long ago, but people want proof, right? People want apologies. People want tangible things to show them, to prove to them that you learned your lesson. You must pay. You must give revenge or retribution. You must show me. And that's that's not how the, the universe actually works. Forgiveness, right? Forgiveness to people 
is one of the most important things to do. I, the saddest thing to me in the story is that the other people held on it onto it for ten years. Imagine, and and I and I know this. I know the feeling very well of holding on to pain for ten years. I honestly, there's things that. I wish that I could say that I'm above it all. I'm not. There's things that someone said to me in high school that I'm still mad about. I mean, a girl told me that I wasn't black because I didn't have curves and big butt and big boobs. And I want to say that I don't still dislike this person, but I think that there's some st- there's still some things that I need to work on in myself. But here's that's the thing, though, right? Like, I'm not putting it on that person who said it anymore. That person said something so long ago that they probably don't remember it. They were in high school when they did it. And for me to want them to be held accountable for that is just outrageous because the truth is, is that it's no longer their problem. It's now my problem. It's not something that I have to deal with. Why am I holding on to this? Why haven't I let it go? You know, we always want other people to be the blame but sometimes we have to look at it for ourselves. And sometimes the worst part is when those people change. Is when those people become the saints, the popular the popular person, the yada yada yadas, right? And then that's what makes us more mad because we're like, man, they were just so evil and just so blah blah blah. And now that everybody likes them, and the truth is that people like them now because they've changed. Um, the best example I can use is when I was in elementary and middle school, I was bullied by this one girl. I won't mention her name. I was bullied by her relentlessly. It was awful, right? I mean, awful. And I hated myself. And I mean, we got into so many fights and disagreements. I hated myself. And the universe brought her around me again when I was working at Fridays. Around, I would say, 19. Brought her around me again, around 19 years old, when I was working at Fridays. And at first, I was stunned. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't know how to move. I remember telling somebody, I was like, that was like my bully. That was, that was the one, right? That was that one bully that I had that just obliterated me at all times. Made me feel, no matter what I did, I was awful. And so, and they were like, yeah, but you have to give her a chance. You don't, you know, you don't know what was happening back then. You don't know who she is now. She's probably a way different person. You know, just talk to her. And so, come to find out that she actually was nervous about sitting down and talking to me too because she remembered everything that she said and when she and I had a conversation about it and we handled it without all the drama without all the hoopla and getting everybody else involved I mean I I know obviously I mentioned it to a couple of trusted people that I work with but you know I didn't I didn't make it this huge deal and run and tell everybody me and her handled it and when she and I handled it um she was like you know I was in a really bad place there was just so much going on in that time it was a really horrible time for me and I'm so sorry and I'm all I can say is that I'm just a different person now and you know she apologized and we had a conversation about it and that's how I came to a resolution I didn't need 
for the whole world to know what she done to me the truth is that at the end of the day it was really between her and I and I didn't need retribution I needed a resolution I needed to find peace with what had happened to me and to find peace with what had happened to me didn't mean telling the whole world that she was evil and she was vindictive and she did all these things to me it was telling her having a conversation with her and that's the interesting thing is that you know in all of this no one's ever said why did you tell the media why didn't you just have a conversation with her and even if you had that conversation with her and it didn't go well why does the whole world need to know she's not that same person anymore just 10 years ago at what point do we ask ourselves do we begin to heal in ourselves and then we forgive what other people have done and we let it go now once again I'm not saying that what she did was good or what she did should easily be looked over I'm saying that this isn't humbling this isn't the universe working out to make her pay for her this is someone coming for her and that happens sometimes too sometimes people you've done wrong to people and they cannot forgive you but put yourself in that position right do you want to be the person that holds on to pain for 10 years and can't forgive something that's happened for 10 years I don't I'm working every day to forgive and let go and move on from all of the hurt because the other person has So, to hurt the person that hurt me just creates more hurt. It doesn't solve a problem. And I want to leave it with that. I want you guys to kind of think about that and what I said, you know. It's not always about making someone else pay for what they did to us. It could just be about letting go and forgiveness. That's, That's the true bliss in life. I don't need you to pay for what you've done to me. I'm just going to move on with my life. And that's all. Thank you guys for listening. I hope you enjoy the episode. And welcome to season three.